What's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast, and if possible, please rate the pod and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, before I get into uh, this episode 41, I got to make two quick announcements. All right. Number one, as I always say, uh, if the show has been a blessing to you, if it's kind of helping you navigate some areas of your life, if it's kind of giving you some some new perspective on some things, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would consider contributing to the show. Uh, your contributions go a long way to um, helping me continue to pump out what I hope is quality content. And it also blesses me um, individually as well as my family. And so um, anything you can give, greatly appreciate it. No obligation whatsoever. I got to make sure I say that because you are not obligated to give anything. I appreciate you listening and supporting and sharing the show. All right. That being said, if you do um, want to donate or contribute to the show, you can um, cash at me, dollar sign ADSLLC, or you can even just click on the um, contribute to the show link in the show notes. And that goes to a specialized link that you can give to the show. No minimum, maximum amount, nothing that's that's obligatory or whatever the case is, just whatever's on your heart. I'm good with it either way. Five cents, five thousand dollars. Hey, it's all good. All right. The second thing that I'm very, very excited to announce is that my content college is officially open for enrollment. Yes, you heard that right. Content college is for aspiring authors, speakers and podcasters. And so if you've ever thought to yourself, you know what? I think I got a gift. Um, I, I think I've got some creativity. I, I think I can be a speaker. I think I can you know, start a podcast. I think I got a lot of stuff that I need to put in a book. And if you've ever had those thoughts, but you're just kind of like, you know, I don't know where to start or I don't know if there's room out here for me to, to add my name to the list of people doing this stuff. I don't know if people want to necessarily hear or read what I got to say. I don't know if I can do it and operate on a on a on an optimal level. If you thought any of that stuff, the content college is perfect for you, regardless of where you are in your journey um, as a creative, whether you're just starting out. And you're trying to figure out how to craft and package, um, you know, your creativity and, and your thoughts and ideas or whether you've been in this game for a minute and you're kind of like, you know what? I know what I'm doing, but I just kind of need to tweak some things, adjust some things, edit some things and maybe even just kind of blow up some things to start some stuff over wherever you find yourself in that process. Content colleges for you. All right. You can enroll in individual courses or you can enroll in the entire college. It's all right. It's five courses. Content 101, 201, 301, 401, and 501. And they're all dedicated to uh, to different aspects of the creative process. And so that being said, if you think you'd be interested, click on the link in the show notes. All right. It's a link to the Content College program catalog. Click on that link, check it out. And um, hey, if it speaks to you, if you see something in there and it's like, you know what, I think it's time to do this, then hey, let's enroll. And I look forward to seeing you and, uh, and helping you get to your next level when it comes to uh, getting your creativity out there in the world. All right. So sign up for Content College and we'll do work together. That being said, man, I'm super excited because today is another episode in my Convos with Creatives series. Um, and y'all know the goal of Convos with Creatives is to introduce you to dope people doing dope things. All right. And today's feature is on somebody I've known for almost 20 years. And that's crazy to even think that. 
And so we've almost kind of grown up with each other in a sense, considering that we started college around the same time and we've kind of been um, dream walking at the same time. And so uh, that being said, man, I'm so excited to share this conversation with you all. Um, and on the other side of the break, I'm going to officially introduce you to this dream walker and this wave maker. And then we're going to get into that conversation. All right. So sit tight. I'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to Crock-Pod Conversations. And again, today is another Convos with Creatives. And look, man, I'm just thankful um, that God has put some, some, just some dope folks in my path and on my journey. And today, I want to introduce some of y'all to one of them. And I guess maybe reintroduce some of you all to them. And so um, the best thing I can say, man, is that today's guest, y'all, is a living legend straight up um i met her in 2002 on the campus of the university of north alabama where she was an absolute force to be reckoned with she did so many amazing things she led so many amazing initiatives but what was one of the most impressive things to me is how in 2004 uh she won the race for student government association president and let me say it was a hotly contested race and in winning that race, y'all, she became the first African-American female president in the history of the university. Um, but what's even crazier is that since then, that was in 2004, since then, she has done nothing but continue to make history and break barriers. Um, give you an example. She's the founder of Creative Mind Law. It's a boutique law firm here in Birmingham, Alabama, specializing in copyright, contract, trademark, and business law. Creative Mind is dedicated to effective solutions by using all the resources at their disposal in the best interest of their clients. They make it their mission to become knowledgeable of all their clients' brand as well as objectives, which allows them to customize a strategy for each client's needs. So ain't no cookie cutter going on at Creative Mind. And so if I had to sum it all up in just kind of one phrase, if you need somebody to make sure that your creation is legal, legit, and protected, then Creative Mind got you covered. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the woman, the maestro, the legend, Miss Katrina D. Brown. What is up, Trina? Hey, what's up, good people? Thanks for those kind words, Sparks. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's always good when it's easy to, to talk like that because it's true. So, yeah, ain't no thing. <laughs> I appreciate no it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, look, man, it's like I said, uh, like we talked about, it's an absolute pleasure um, having you on today. Uh, and I think it's, it's also kind of a, a double blessing of sorts because, man, when I think about it, it's scary, though, to think that I have known you for nearly half of my life. Right. We're getting old. Really? <laughs> I was We're hoping you were going to say that word. <sighs> but I guess we got to acknowledge reality. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, and we've been supporting each other the whole time, so it is. And I appreciate you having me on today um, to talk to the people about what they need to do to secure their legacy. So I'm excited about it. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. And so let's 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 just jump into it right there. Um, considering you know what your firm specializes in, I know that um, today we want to talk about you know um, um, securing legacy and and, and want to talk from a place of helping business owners and entrepreneurs and just creators, people along the creative spectrum, um, just making sure that that our business is on point, right? That, that that's the goal of today, right? 
right, absolutely. Cool, cool. All right. So so before we get into the, the, the meat of all of that, um, for those who, who don't know you, just, just tell us a little bit about Katrina Brown. Tell us something that people might not necessarily know or have gotten in the opening um, that I just kind of gave a few seconds ago. Absolutely. So, okay. Of course, you guys know my name, Katrina Brown. Um, my friends and family refer to me as Trina. Anthony calls me Trine. So if you ever hear him, he's <laughs> talking about me. Um, I am the proud daughter of a lunchroom manager and an entrepreneur. Um, mm. I'm an aunt, Christian, a sister. Uh, most importantly, um, I'm an owner and principal attorney of Creative Mind Law. And I always refer to myself as the entrepreneurial attorney. Um, and I just enjoy the work that I'm doing. It was a, you know, I've been uh, practicing for almost 10 years now. Um, and there was a time where I was practicing and I was practicing uh, for the money and not necessarily for the purpose. And now mm-hmm. that has shifted. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm just proud of the work that we're doing, but I'm proud of the way that we're helping our community better protect themselves. And so, yeah, I, I just, that's who I am. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's 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 great. Um, and so, so thinking about that, with you being you know an entrepreneur, uh, attorney, and, and 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 the principal attorney, etc. Um, I, I I feel like I kind of remember when when Creative Mind kind of started percolating. But but when, <laughs> when did you kind of when did you kind of have the idea for it? And and why did you say you know what? This is what I need to do. The, the, the time is now. This is what's needed. I'm gonna go forward with it. Like, when did you have the idea, and, and why did you say I want to do this? So, uh, a couple of things. Let me let me just start off like from the very beginning. My dad, I told you, uh, the the entrepreneur in my parentship was my father, and my father I always called him the brave entrepreneur. Um, and I say brave because he started the business um, in a day that it was in vogue to do so. Like right mm-hmm. now, everything is about entrepreneurship. There's so much information out there and things of that nature. But when he started his business, those things were not available to him, right? right. And so he started it, uh, and we watched him make some costly mistakes. We watched mm-hmm. him, you know, and one of the things I love, uh, my mom, who's um, the lunchroom manager, uh, she supported and promoted my dad's business. Like, you would think my mom was selling his mixtapes out the back of her car. Like, she's legit was a ride or die before the phrase was even coined, right? That's what's up. And so watching them make strides and struggle, you know, together, really, and even our family business that we own now really helped put that desire to want to help other business owners not make those decisions, right, and make those same um those same choices that can be detrimental sometimes to a small business. And so I created Creative Mind out of a place of just the need to move forward in purpose, right? I was in a situation um, where I was not the most happiest in what I was doing. I'm very good at what I was doing, but I just wasn't happy about it. And so, you know, this kept playing in my mind, playing in my mind, and as you know, Anthony, because we talked about this, initially it was going to be the Brown Law Firm, mm-hmm. and I remember you telling me, well, if you want to have a non-traditional law firm, why are you going with tradition? And I remember <laughs> the conversation was like, well, in order for me to make money, I got to keep it tradition. He was like, well, all right, but I don't think that's the way you need to move, and I remember <laughs> I'm, I'm just, we keeping it real with the people today, we are. and so we are. after that, 
after that, a couple of months, you remember when I texted you and I was like, hey, this is the name. Yep. And, and I, it freed me because what I wanted to do, I wanted to make sure the name matched with what we were trying to do. And that's yeah. to become a non-traditional law firm that served non-traditional people at an affordable price. And so right. that has been my goal to make sure that I'm not putting a drain on my people, but helping them be able to do the things they need to do for their business at a, at a rate that they can afford. Man, that is that's crucial, and especially because you know you're you're doing and dealing with um, you know those of us who are you know who, who who don't have that consistent paycheck, who don't have that that, that right, consistent absolutely. cash flow, and absolutely. so yeah, that's 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 so needed. So man, God bless you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So absolutely. so thinking about what you just said about you know going the non-traditional route, you know having a non-traditional firm. Um, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, is, is you said it frees you, which is, which is awesome. That, that's, that's a beautiful feeling. Um, have you, have you kind of, I guess, maybe seen some? Um, look, we're in this, we're in this day and age now of there. It, it's almost limitless, right? Like, like there are very right. few barriers that we got on us. Right. And so, and so, have you? Since you since you went with the name Creative Law and, and you kind of said you know what I'm gonna go a, a slightly different path etc. Um, have you kind of been validated so far in making that decision or do you kind of from time to time say uh, I maybe should have went with the more traditional route or whatever the case is? Let me tell you something. It, I don't regret doing it the way that it was done. Um, and let me tell you, I paid a lot of money out for not listening to you, right? Because <laughs> I was branding. <laughs> Um, branding Brown Law Firm, but it never sat well with me. It yeah. it never gave me what I felt. And I remember I sent you a copy of my business card with Brown Law Firm, and even then I wasn't. I, I mean, I was, you know, I liked it, but it wasn't right. anything I was in love with. Right. This Creative Mind Law is my baby. You know what I mean? Like this is my baby, and it, it, it I feel responsible for it. But I'm so proud of the work product and the way we're represented in the community. And so, and let me say this too, it is so important for people to understand if you're gonna start a business, you need to tap into your resources. You need to call your friends, your Anthony Sparks in your life and your Shakitas and Crystals, people who you know and love and who know you and that's gonna give it to you real, whether you right. agree with them or not, whether they agree with you or not, who are gonna tell you, no, I don't think that's good. Because had I listened to Anthony, I would've probably saved myself about six, $700. However, you know, sometimes it takes somebody putting a seed because we you know That's god right. tells us that all we do is planting water you That's know it. what i'm saying and That's so it. he planted it but once that seed was planted in my spirit it, it didn't sit well until i decided to change it and so i think sometimes we just got to reach out and tap into our resources and once you make the decision you just don't look back yeah i love it 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 that's awesome <clears throat> that's awesome well, yeah I'm, I'm i'm man i'm i'm ecstatic that i mean it just it just it just to me it just says so much more um, just about, you know, who you are and what you do. Um, and, and I can tell you just, just the way you speak about it with, with, with the passion and the fervor you got. Yeah, it's, it's obvious that it's your baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty obvious, which, Absolutely. Is, which is a great thing. Cause when, once you get to that point, it's, it's almost like it's, you know, hey, nowhere but up from here, so. Absolutely. Yeah, so, all right. So I know I know you've seen a whole lot um, just, just in terms of practicing law in general. And then, um, of course, I'm sure you've seen it um, now that you have really tapped into the creative side or the creatives out there. Um, 
I know entrepreneurs make tons of mistakes. Uh, a lot of times, yeah. you, you know, we, 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 somebody said it, and, and I hope I get this, this, this right. Somebody said that um, you should never be upset at failing because a lot of times, let me see, a lot of times failing and getting it right is better than getting it right on the first try. Something like that. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I, I thought that was pretty profound. But so let me ask you, considering that, you know, what you've seen on your journey um, thus far, what are some of the biggest mistakes that that you've seen entrepreneurs make um, as they're kind of getting this ball rolling? Absolutely. Okay. So I think one of them I would have to say would be, I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs are more reactive as opposed to being proactive. Um let me tell you, if I if you don't get anything else from me today in this podcast, get this, that it will cost you more money to fix an issue than it mm. does for you to just go ahead and make sure everything is legit from the very beginning. Yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, entrepreneurs enter into contracts through word of mouth and not having things clearly written out. I can't stress to you how important it is to get things in writing. I work with a couple of uh, what we refer to as Instagram models, but again, these people are entrepreneurs and they, you know, girl hired me. They were offering, you know, anywhere from $70,000 uh, for for her to represent them on Instagram. And once I got involved in and negotiated and sent the contracts out, we got double um, wow. what they're asking for. So it's so important to make sure you get somebody who understands negotiation, who understands contracts, who understands the business side of being a creative because I think we have talent and so you can sing and you're good at that or you act and you're good at that or you're an engineer and you're good at that but mm -hmm. you don't understand the negotiation side of a contract and what needs to be put in there what things that we're doing so I think it's so important to to really look at how do you solidify your business it's cheaper to, to go ahead and make sure everything is you know together up front as right. opposed to coming in at the end and then being shocked at the ticket price to correct your mistakes wow. um and then I think one of the other major things is that I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs understand the difference between a hard skill, soft skills, and culture fit. Mm. Um, you know, hard skills are like those things you can teach, like math, reading, things like right. that. And right. then you have your soft skills, which are just like, you know, nice, kindness, gentle. Mm -hmm. uh, something you cannot teach is either the person is there or they're not. And right. then the culture fit is like what works with the culture of your business. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we're opening business, we hire a auntie and TT them and yeah. somebody down the street and yeah. they may have the hard skill but they don't have the soft skill to sell your business and right. so I cannot stress to you how important it is um, to have good customer service having people who fit hmm. the culture of what you're trying to do with your business there's a reason why we pay ten dollars for that chick-fil-a sandwich That's it's right. the customer service That's I right. mean the sandwich is good but it ain't fifteen dollars good but we right, go right. in because of the customer service when you go in there you feel like you know you're not inconveniencing anybody mm -hmm. everybody has the same level of excitement and so people are willing to stand in the line for that chicken sandwich because of the customer service yeah. um and so that's one of those things that i see and then maybe the last thing would be entrepreneurs do not know how to delegate um <laughs> one of the things being an attorney, I understand 
tax law. Um, I can file mm-hmm. my own taxes I have for years. Right. But once I started this business, I hired a CPA. Why? Because I didn't want to deal with the stress of having to do my own taxes for my business. And I think mm-hmm. it's so important to know how to delegate to people who can do something better than you. Maybe you do need to spend a little bit of money and hire a marketing director. Maybe you do need to hire a coach. And let me let me just plug that real quick. Everybody needs somebody who can help them get to the next level. And so sometimes we got to spend a little bit of money up front uh, to help kind of home in those skills or help mm-hmm. us focus on our business and let somebody else worry about the other things and so right. learning how to delegate responsibility so you're not completely stressed out and you have time to actually focus on your business I think those are probably be my top three man those are those are awesome awesome nuggets man y'all I hope y'all really really paid attention to that because she just dropped some gems for anybody out there who is a creative and who's aspiring, or if you even if you're already in the arena and you're, and you're doing your own thing, man, please, if you gotta rewind it, rewind that so you can hear what she just said, because those are some gems she just dropped, absolutely. And that's that's that, that's some good stuff, man. Thank you for that. Yeah, now, so, so just kind of piggybacking on what you just said and, and, and looking at the mistakes that, that you know, entrepreneurs typically make uh, either right out the gate or um, just after being in it for a while even because, I mean, you know, we're always learning yeah, and evolving. Or we get comfortable. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's 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 true. Um, without, of course, specific names and stuff like that, can you, can you kind of share um, like maybe about one of the craziest experiences you had? Like one of the things where you were just like, like it, it, it even made you buck your eyes. Like, man, what is going on with this? Do you have Do you have anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm just thinking off one out out off gate. Um, I'm working was working with someone in the um, NFL, and they were trying to start a business or gonna be in a partnership. And you know, sometimes when you grow up with people, um, we tend to be lax on. Um, how the contract should be written, right? Well, you know, I know so-and-so and they wouldn't treat me out of any money or they would be legit. Um, and when I realized, you know, when they bought me in because money was missing and things were going on, uh, the first thing they said was, you know, we, we were missing a million dollars. I'm sorry, excuse me? Like, excuse me, you know, part of that is because there were no checks and balances, right? You need someone, again, here comes back to the point that I was making about delegation. You need someone who's going to be able to iron out all of the details. You know, a handshake just won't cut it anymore in in 2020. You've got to have somebody who can outline your, your desires to make sure that we're saying what you want in writing, right? Because sometimes we have an expectation of something, but if it's not in writing, it didn't happen. Right? right, and so right. we want to make sure. And you think somebody with that kind of money would have had someone involved to say, "Hey, we need to make these details finals. We need to do this. We need to check up. We need to follow up." Um, but a lot of times, people just are going on who people they know. And you know, even when you're dealing with family and business, I, I mean, I'm gonna tell you something that's personal, but it's the truth. My, mm-hmm. I told you my dad owned a business. My dad fired me. Kid wow. you not. I was. Um, so I, <laughs> I was in between. I just finished law school. I was studying for the bar, and I didn't have a job at the point. And so Dad was like, "Well, won't you come work for us?" And we we owned a delivery service, so I okay. would uh, do routes from here from Birmingham to um, Jasper every okay. day. And I guess I wasn't showing up on time because my dad again had a reputation of being on time, right? Yeah, being timely. Yeah. And here I come. It's supposed to be one o'clock. I'm showing up at one thirty doing all kind of stuff. My dad called me in that office and was like, "Geezer, this your last day." <laughs> 
you know. And I was like, oh, you legit finna find me? He's like, yeah. He's like, man, you, he said, you're, 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 mega, you're messing with the legacy. You're messing with the Ooh. brand. And and I think we have to get to a point that when it comes to our companies, when it comes to our brands, when it comes to our business, that we don't even allow family mm. to uh, affect the brand that we have, right? And I couldn't, I remember I called my mom, I said, my dad just fired me. And so she called him and she was talking to him, you think he changed his mind? Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> I did not work there anymore. Wow. So, I mean, just, you know, he had, if he had let me go, we, he wouldn't have had nothing to pass on to me and Mary. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Right. So, right. you, you got to be in a position, you got to be in a place where your business is nothing personal. It's mm-hmm. literally business, you know what I mean? And so you yeah. treat it like that. You have to separate your your, your emotions to people um, in a place where, where you can make decisions that are going to be in the best interest of that business. And so, yeah, that's one of the crazy stories. You, how you lose a million dollars, I will never understand that. And maybe because, you know, a um, million dollars was, at that time was far above my understanding. But, um, mm. yeah, I was just my <laughs> eyes bucked. Because they were, lit, I mean, it was in writing and writing. They were spending it on Foot Locker, and I'm, oh, kind of, I'm just, come on, I just, I just could not understand that for the life of me. So that's yeah. crazy. Why? Wow. Yeah, that no, that that that's 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 book I worthy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Man, that's yeah, that is crazy. Um, you know what was 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 crazy about the the response you just gave is actually, um, you kind of slid an Easter egg in there. Uh, when in talking about the craziest experiences, man, I think I think your daddy firing you might be bigger than the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was not playing. I and you know what's crazy is like you know on the episode of Friday when Smoke is like, how you, how you get fired on your day off? Like, yeah. no, for real. That, that's exactly, like, it, it, I think I had only been working for like three weeks and dude was like, yeah, dad is like, mm mm, nah, you out of here. Dang. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that because you said something when you were describing your dad's response to you. Um, he said something that was profound, and that is you're messing with the legacy. Right. Uh, now, legacy is is huge, you know, especially in you know, one of the things I hate to be honest is in in today's political climate, um, a lot of these politicians, um, honestly, we we always like people say as a punishment, oh, their legacies are ruined or history will remember them um, badly for this. I don't really think they care because if they did, they would do things differently. But, okay. right, but we are in a, in a time of, I think more and more people are talking about and paying attention to um, what we would call maybe quote unquote legacy moves. Um, right. And so I know a big part of, of what you do with Creative Mind is um, it's it significantly focused on securing legacy and helping people secure their legacy. So, one, what do you mean by securing their legacy? And two, um, how do you how do you kind of go about doing that with the work that you do? So it's funny you say that because this whole like legacy move, you know how we have trends, and that's one of the things that people are hashtagging these days. Yeah. But it's not an original thought because um, mm-hmm. the Bible says, I think it's Proverbs thirteen twenty two. It says that a, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, children, children right? right. Yeah. And, and and one of the things that my dad used to stress to my sister and I was that you are a brown. When you walk mm-hmm. out into this world, you represent me. So whatever you do, it affects the legacy 
of his family. Um, as it relates to business and inheritance, it's not just money. That's right. You know, um, my dad passed away five years ago, but he's left us a legacy, not just in this business, but the blue, really the blueprint um, as it relates to running the business and also the mistakes that he made. Like right. I told you, it wasn't vogue back then, so it wasn't a whole lot of information on what to do this and how to feel like this and how to do your taxes. We, we saw the IRS audits and we, we experienced the stress of his entrepreneurship, but in him, and I don't even think that he knew that he was doing this, but in him being so open and so honest about the business, we saw how to do it properly and then what not to do. Um, and I think when you talk about securing legacies, um, a, a lot of the times when you think about just the protection or something, what you're doing is protecting your dreams, your blood, sweat, and tears from intellectual thieves. Um, because people will steal your ideas. People will take what you have worked hard for for it and, and give it a new name and, and just move on with it. Because a lot of times, one of the things that I realized, you know, this is Black History Month, that um, a lot of black inventors have had to sue and spend millions of dollars yeah. just to be to, to get the money for things. That, think about the guy who created the Super Soaker. He literally yeah. just yeah. won his case, what, two or three years ago? But we, I've been, I used a super soaker my whole life, right? right? But right, a big corporation right. came in and took his idea, and 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 because again, you have to have people in place who can help you protect your brand ownership. You know, one of the things I always stress to my clients: just because you reserved your name with the Secretary of State and you mm -hmm. have your domain name, that mm -hmm. does not mean you own your your intellectual property. That's just one step. In a, in a list of steps that need to be taken care of to secure your brand. And so it's not just reserving your name. It's not just owning your domain name, which you need to do, but that's not the final step. You've got to move forward. There are so many, um, I know there are beauticians out there. There are people who are makeup artists. There are so many people out here who have these amazing ideas, and they're just posting it because, you know, this is the generation of tell it all. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, but somebody else can create the same thing because guess what? And I've seen a situation, this guy's true, Anthony, where somebody created a, a, a name, the other person went ahead and um, trademarked it first, and then the person who was the original, uh, had the original idea, had to have a license agreement in order to be able to use their uh, their creative knowledge. So what I'm saying is that you don't want somebody to, to get to the finish line before you, and now you have to pay them to use it. Goodness. Man, that, that's, you know what, as, as you're talking, I'm sitting here going through my, my mind right now trying to see, man, am, am, am I on point like I need to be with my stuff? Right. Right. It's, 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 it's levels to it and layers to it. Yeah, absolutely. And also, too, in protecting your legacy, especially if you have children. Like, you know, I don't have any kids, but I have my niece and my nephew who are like my kids. You know, when I hand this off to them, mm -hmm. I want them not to have to worry about having to go back and hire people to do different things. I need to hand them something that's already been protected. Because what you yeah. also see out here is that parents, I was talking to a guy, uh, the dad owned maybe about five or six uh pharmacists here in Birmingham. Okay. I mean, they had lucrative business. They yeah, passed yeah. on to the sons, and that business was shut down in less than five years. Why? Because the wow. sons didn't know hard work. They didn't realize yeah. what the daddy, because again, part of protecting your legacy is making sure people understand how business works, but also handing them something that they can't themselves destroy. So, Man, yeah. That's, that's significant. Man, that's significant. All right. So, um, 
I guess I just kind of want to throw this in there just to just to ask and, and if it you know if it's one of those things that where it's like you know what this is this is a, a pay service just let me know and we'll, we'll keep it moving um, <laughs> but I mean but I, there are three things that I think people um, typically think about when it comes to when you talk about copywriting and trademark and all that stuff um, you got the the people always see a few things they see the R the R in the circle the, oh, the, wow. the, yeah, the register they see that they see TM the little TM for you know trademark and then the C inside the circle for copyright so can you just kind of just just quickly or briefly explain maybe the difference in those three things for, for the audience? absolutely okay. so if you have a if you see the circle R that means that there is an actual registration on file that has been approved by the federal government that means you have a certificate and that you own that um, you also to keep it active you have to use it so you can't just buy a trademark and not use it in some way if not you can run the risk of losing it mm. um, when you see the circle C that means again that that has been copyrighted with the federal government it's protected um, and things of that nature but let me shock you real quick that okay. TM don't mean nothing and I did say don't mean because I wanted to make really? sure you this correctly it does people to TM on there and that doesn't mean a hill of beans it are circle r and circle c only what matters you can put tm on there if you're in the process of applying but that's not protection that tm doesn't mean people just use it but you don't see tm on coke if you look at your coke bottle or if you got something pepsi you don't see them with a tm on there you see it a circle r why because they have a license registration for their product that tm means nothing i'll give you an example slutty vegan um i don't know if you've heard of it but everybody if you if you follow them on instagram i mean all kind of celebrities eat there i just saw Mm -hmm. meg the stallion was eating the other day if you look on their website and look everything says tm that name is not protected wow now that being said if you try to use sluggy vegan vegan for your restaurant i'm sure she'll hire a lawyer and fight you for it Mm -hmm. um but she's gonna spend a million dollars to win and she probably will but the point is, no lawyer on her team with all this money is rolling in said, we need to register Slutty Vegan. This is too good of a name. Now they got bacon, um, vegan bacon now that I heard was really good. Why is this name not registered? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to be this successful, why is this not registered? You never see big names not have a circle R behind them. So, yeah, the TM means nothing. Man, that's, that's, that's deep that you say that because I know somebody literally who just a couple of months ago um, dropped, like, they from what they told me, thousands of dollars to get their name or, or to get their, um, I guess, their their slogan or, or um, statement or whatever you want to call it, you know, TM'd or trademarked. And so did they, did they do the wrong thing? Well, again, so because I don't know the facts of this, so I won't sure, say what sure. they did was wrong. Right. But it, what they probably meant is that they dropped some money to get it registered. But what I'm telling you is that if you see a TM on there, you can just see that as writing the letter K, G, Z, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That does. It just t- typically what it means is that we're in the process of applying, right? Okay. Okay. Um, but but now if the TM is on there for three years, it does right. not take that long to get a trademark. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah some yeah. people put on there because the average Joe does thinks that TM means something. So some people will put it on there as a scare factor for people who don't understand the law. 
Right. But, you know, somebody very well could go in and call a new restaurant Slutty Vegan, and she would have to file a lawsuit. And she probably will win. That's not the point. Yeah. But look yeah. how much money she would have to spend on an attorney to litigate something that if you had spent two, $3,000, um, that would you know, not even be the case. And let me just say this too, since we're talking about money. Um, if you go to my website, the trademarks, copyrights, they're very affordable. Typically, when you look, talk about uh, copyright trademarks, you're probably looking, I'm talking about on the federal level now, because mm-hmm. there is some copyrights um, that happen on the state level and some trademarks on the state level as well. But um, typically, you're looking at anywhere from five to $6,000. Our mm-hmm. business runs it depending on what you need done 1500 you know what okay. i mean so there's okay. again this is the making it affordable yeah. um so that yeah. the average working joe can have their stuff protected um yeah so that, i'm just trying to show the difference between that so yeah yeah that's good stuff that's good stuff and i'm so glad you said that um i think that's a great segue um how can how can folks get in touch with you if, if, if they want to if they're like you know what i really need to secure my legacy i really need to to, to get my stuff registered and copyright written and all of that how what are some ways people can get in touch with you to uh to work with you well it's funny you mentioned that you can go to our website it's um www.creativemindlaw.com um we have a facebook page creative mind law firm and then instagram at your trademark attorney and then on twitter at your creative mind law so you can get in touch with me you can dm me um you can send me an email on the website you can schedule ask request an appointment um there is a consultation fee but the consultation fee is actually applied uh to your total so if you decide Mm. to move forward with the services um the consultation fee will be subtracted from your total gotcha that's what's up that's what's up all right y'all you heard it you heard it look man i i I really hope for all of my creators out there i really hope that you all have have really um dug into this episode man because katrina has just spit hot fire in the words of dylan she has spit (laughs) hot fire she has given some amazing information man and i really hope y'all take advantage of it reach out to her um she clearly as you can hear knows what she's doing and she can help you secure your legacy so uh trina before i get up out of here man any 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 parting words of wisdom for the people anything else you you want to just kind of throw out there i know you said a whole lot so don't feel obligated to but if you got any last words I just want to say two things. One, Sparks, thank you so much. And I know that you are doing such an impactful um, work here. And sometimes it's thankless, but people like myself and other um, people who love and respect you, we just want to say, I say thank you on behalf of all of us because it takes a lot to put yourself out there, but then to create the type of product that is life changing. And so thank you for being a vessel for that. And um, also to those of you who are on the line, look, I get it 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 costs it costs money when you start a business the money is not always there but understand uh, we have payment plans we can work with you but it's so my goal and my purpose is to help you make sure that everything is secure for you so that's what we're here to do and and i want to be able to do that for my community so yeah and you don't have to be um in birmingham i have clients in texas philadelphia so if you're listening to this because i know um now sparks your stuff is international so congrats on that if you're listening from another state uh just understand we can still do the work for you as well so excited that's what's up man thank you so much for that that's 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 a blessing for me to hear thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you all right good people that's the episode y'all man look if you got anything from it 
and Lord knows I hope and pray you have, please take a second to subscribe to the podcast, uh, share it with your friends and family, rate it and review it. Also, uh, feel free to hit me up on any of my social media if um, if I can help you out in any way. Um, and also, if you just kind of need a warm lead to get to Katrina, hey, I can serve that purpose as well. So if you want to work with me um, on any subject that you might be dealing with, you've got a few ways. You can reach out to me on my website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text at 415 415- Nine three five zero two one nine. Man, thank y'all so much for rocking with us today. I'm looking forward to the next time, and I hope y'all are too. We'll talk to you soon. I'm out.